Welcome. It is SB Pod. Last one of May. Just me and Stanford Steve. No Gordo. People are bummed out about that. Ah, uh, you gotta let him go. He's out on an island, I think, somewhere. Is he? Yep. Still firing, tweeting. That's good. I need to check his his FRLs. He was a week early on Harris English. He played English played pretty well down at Colonial. Yeah, not Sunday. Yeah, but he, still, he's in the, in the mix for the FRL. He was in the mix. In the mix. But it's just me and Steve. Uh, as May comes and goes, mm-hmm. and we'll we've got an NBA Finals to discuss. We've got a Stanley Cup Final to discuss. The breaks in between are entirely too long. What do you mean? We're in the content biz. <laughs> we need games. I need games. I need. I mean, this is really about us, isn't it? Like we we'd like yeah. games. We'd like the games, please. Uh, I mean, we've had so much sweepery going on here. Uh, you've had people done for quite some time. The Panthers have been. I've been on ice for a while. Michael mm. Malone and the Nuggets have been just hanging, waiting for that uh, Eastern Conference Final to get finished up, and and it did with uh, Miami going into Boston and winning. And everything about sports that's great was was wrapped up in that game because it had been handed to Boston before the game was even played, hadn't it? Depends who you listen to. I just, I just felt like the chatter was... And, and this is the whole... This isn't just some guy on Twitter. I just feel like the... Com- I mean, I... It, Give Charles credit. Charles told Jalen Brown when he got up from the set with with the the fellas from inside, he's like, "Hey, you, you got to go win Game Seven. None of this matters if you don't win Game seven. James and Jalen's like, "I got you." Um, and Charles is right. Charles is right. You, you dig out of the hole and you get smoked at home like that. It, it there's so much that was into it, it that was cooked into it. It's Boston's reliance on shooting threes. They were nine of forty-two in that game, Steve. Mm-hmm. They scored fifteen in the first quarter. Jalen Brown turned it over eight times. Tatum hurt his ankle early, but Miami just was—they—they they were they gave themselves confidence with that first quarter, which allowed them to believe. And the longer it goes on, the more the, the more hard it becomes for Boston to find oxygen. You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought the Heat were better and tougher over the course of the series. And I that, agree, that and showed I, up in seven. I agree, and that's that's what makes it so interesting when you when you know there's people that are like, well, Boston was better. Did you watch the series? In what way were they better? Mm. I mean, they got to tip in. They got to tip in with point one on the clock, or, or or else they get beaten this seven game series five to two. Miami dominated the first and the last games, or the excuse me, the third and the last game mm-hmm. dominated, and Caleb Martin was. Awesome. That that to me is the most interesting thing about it. The more I thought about the game today, and we're talking on a what's today? Wednesday? Tuesday? Tuesday? Mm-hmm. I get confused. Holiday weekend, things of that nature. Uh Caleb Martin's the most interesting thing a day later. Because when he was at Nevada, we that was when Musk was there, right? Yeah. We watched him a bunch. They were fun. And he was good. But I mean, we watched lots of college basketball. I mean, if you told me when I was watching him, hey, that dude, that dude right there, yeah, which one? Which one of the Martins? Mm-hmm. That one. He's going to be a badass in the NBA, and he's going to be a difference maker in its seven-game playoff series at Boston, staring into the 
eyes of the rage machine that is Boston fandom. <laughs> and I and that's a compliment, by the way. Like if you can stare them down and not blink, brother, you're a tough, tough hombre. And that's what the Heat are. If you told me, hey, this guy right here, he's he's going to be arguably the best player in the series. I get that Butler is Butler. I'm not saying he wasn't great. He was great. Mm-hmm. Martin was the second was the second best player they had. That's mind that's that's mind boggling to me. I don't know where that comes from, uh, but I love seeing it when it when it happens. When a guy has a chance and absolutely grabs a hold of it with, with both hands, um, and part of it's because Hero gets hurt and someone's got to be, you know, step forward and be a guy. Um, but he he was everything that they needed. Um, and and meanwhile, Boston, I mean. I really like Jalen Brown a lot as a as a person, as a player. Like, are you paying him three hundred million this summer? That's just it's a tough one, isn't it? It's tough to say right now after he just played probably his worst game of the year. Yeah, uh, but you know that's you know what we do now. He gets asked about it in the post game press conference, uh, and that's what we just do. We just we just go to what's next as well, soon and, as we can. Yeah, and and, and we and we're using you know a, a lens of the worst game. He could possibly have played. It doesn't mean he's not an excellent player. He is. It's just you, you've you seen what they are, th- this duo together. And, I mean, it's easy to say, oh, they like Perk came on with this and said, oh, you know, go get Dame Lillard and trade. And it's not like, okay. I mean, you, this is the one thing I'm terrible at talking about sports that I'm like, I'm not, the, the, you know, Rosillo, Simmons, guys of that nature, they, tr- the trade machines and this and that. I, I, that I'm terrible at it. I don't know who they should do for what, what you could get, whose contracts match up. I have no clue. I just like Brown a lot, and he was awful in a, in a game that they needed him to be better than awful in. Uh, but Miami, was, you said it. They were tougher. They were better. They were the, I, like people that are like my, Boston was a better team. I, I, I vehemently disagree with you. Miami demonstrated for seven games that more, more often than not, they were the better team. Yeah, I, I just now that we're here in the NBA Finals, I just find it fast. Doesn't it feel like you're watching a totally different brand of basketball than what the what you watched in the regular season? Yeah, you know, like I just think about what you see. You know, everybody, you know, with the game seven unders, obviously, um, talking about that. But I just, you know, the ESPN analytics team. Going ninety-seven to three in percentage chance to win, and I think there that has to be reassessed. Obviously, because it's a different game; it's a totally different game than what I watched during the regular season. And I don't know how you calculate that, but that's why I just keep going back to the Heat. They were better; they were tougher. Uh, you're going to face stuff in in the playoffs that you don't face in a regular season. I thought Miami's zone just totally stifled the Celtics. And what you know, the Celtics didn't help themselves at all because they went, like you said, nine of 42 from three. So I don't know. I just found it, you know, the Heat, what was it, down? I forgot what they were down with three minutes left in that second playing game. And now they're, they're in the. I thought you know, they're going to lose to the Bulls. I mean, the Bulls yeah. had the Bulls had them, I thought. Yep. Yeah, they're like down I saw, with. I think it was three minutes, three forty something like that. Yeah, you got AC Fresh was on with uh, JJ Redick talking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, look like, but I mean, th- this happens from time to time. You see a team that looks like they could lose in a, you know, an early round matchup in a tournament game, and then they they survive, and then they go deep. But then 
obviously it's totally different because you got, you know, best of seven situation. I want to go back to the analytic piece you mentioned with Boston. And I mean, look, our, our analytics get crushed. And, you know, when you give a team a 3% chance and then they're up to nothing in the series and you give them a 35% chance, it's, it's like, what? <laughs> and I mean, the receipts would have been just incredible from the ESPN analytics account on Twitter had, had Boston ended up winning. They didn't. And the thing that I would say, not in defense of the, the, that, that tweet, but just that the company that, that clearly ESPN analytics had is Vegas. Vegas uh-huh. made them favorites throughout Vegas, made them favorites in game three down to nothing on the road in Miami. Vegas made them gigantic favorites again yesterday, despite the fact that I was reading the action networks, put this out today on Twitter, this, the Celtics, Tied for the most losses as a favorite in a single season in 20 years. They lost 29 times a favorite. So th- analytically, ours and Vegas's saw something with Boston that made them think that they were something that they weren't in the playoffs. And, and you, you, you hit on a key sort of component here is that it's the playoffs. And there's just an entirely different mentality. There's an entirely different roster availability and in this in this series you got a guy in spo who has been through it and a guy in missoula who hasn't Mm -hmm. and i give spolster so much credit game six ends and he walks to the podium and says we wish the game could start right now and you know what steve like there there are coaches who i would look at that and maybe eye roll and feel and and think it feels like they're reading their lines not him. Mm-mm. Not him. I, I said it on SportsCenter with with Brian Wenhorst and with Perk that like it didn't feel like he was he was projecting or protecting or performative. I think he meant it. He's like, we're going to figure out how to win this game, and and organizationally they just are like, yeah, we will. And maybe part of it's Pat Riley, maybe part of it's Alonzo Mourning, like that whole group. Our guy tough juice on that bench. I'd love to pick his brain about that at some point. And someday we will. Mm-hmm. Maybe when the finals are done, we get get Karan on here and just ask him about it all. I'd love, I just love to kind of go in like inside the 24 hours after you lose game six. You got to go into the belly of the freaking beast. And you don't blink and you're tougher and you're better and you go in and kick their ass. That's nuts to me what they did. But yeah. but this, but this Boston team all year long. Analytics in Vegas saw something and they kept they kept representing it at the window and it kept time and time again. It kept not being accurate. I, I, you're right. I, I don't I don't know what that's a, what yeah, that's I, about. I, I mean, it's easy to say it's playoff basketball. What's that mean? What's that mean? Does that mean people are wired different, that they're tougher? Is it possible not to calculate? It'd be nice. No, because obviously the smart people that have figured everything out, they've there's. <laughs> There's ways to measure all of it. Oh, you mean wait? There's actually human beings involved in this, and yeah. not everything. Not everything is a math equation. I'll be damned. Mm. Fun to watch, though. Fun to watch. The game wasn't great. I'll grant you, but I think there's beauty and the ugliness if you if you kind of get what you're looking at and you yeah. see, you you see the tension. You see one team grabbing the wheel like white knuckle, and the other team's just like that crazy kind of bar fight that's like, come on. I, I just, the, the mentality of it all too, Scott, 
I never played in a series in my life. And to see these championships decided on that. And I think, you know, growing up, you, you know, you know, it was Lakers Celtics, but like, think about what had to happen for that to happen as many times as it did. But also, you know, watching the last dance with Jordan, knowing that he wasn't going to get to the the top of the mountain until he beat the Pistons. And I just, it, it, it's so fascinating uh, when you think about lacing them up and, and, and going seven times. And then you look at the Celtics. They did it the series before. And you look at the Heat being as close as they were in a one-game scenario and then taking um, – you know, taking the Bucks out, and, and you know when Giannis ha- played half the, the series that was played, but I just it, it's something I can never wrap my head around. But it, it's got to be. The, you go back to that coaching staff with the Heat; they've been there so many times that there's definitely some stuff that's instilled, man. And uh, I, I just, you know, it, it gets talked about. Perk talked about how Spolster's never won Coach of the Year. I don't know if he's been, you know in the position for that award. Like sometimes it just doesn't happen. I, I mean, a lot of times you don't, I think the numbers say you don't want to win NBA coach. Of the no, year I mean, they, they, all get, they all get fired a couple of yeah. years later. Look, I, everyone just looked at him as being along for the ride with, with the, you know, the heat index group and dismissed who he was and hmm. what they've been in the, in the last few years completely changes that. Yeah. Now, if Denver who dismissed, Booker and KD, like, okay, see ya. Eh, then, eh. Eh. No, they didn't sweep them. It was 2-2. Two, two. I understand that, but then they got rid of them. Mm-hmm. They, got, they got rid of them, and then they swept the Lakers. They said see you to them. Every game was close. Also true. Well, I mean, look, a lot of, lot of, lot of the Stanley Cup playoff games are close, but if you win, you win, and you mm-hmm. get the right. Like, okay, they've been resting, and now – what I'm getting at is changing perception. And I think Spo in these last couple of years getting Miami to these finals, I think you changed the perception of it. You weren't just the guy who got to sit in the seat of the fast car. Mm-hmm. You know, you had something to do with driving it. Mm-hmm. Well, if Denver and Nikola Jokic roll into a title, a lot of people that were dismissive of him and wanted to make fun of advanced analytics and he wasn't whatever the people suggested he was. They're going to try to go back and try to cha- change their vote. <laughs> try, to, try to act like they didn't dismiss him. Try to act like they weren't down on him being an MVP because he didn't make deep playoff runs. Um, but, I mean, his numbers are astounding. Murray's are, too. That team, they're, they're monstrous favorites for a reason. I think Denver will win, but saying that out loud after what Miami just did, having gone on the road to win as many as they did against Boston, going on the road the way they did against Milwaukee, it, it feels tenuous to me. I mean, like, what was the number we showed on Sports Center? They're like minus three hundred. You, you get what's your get back on the Heat? Uh, plus two sixty, two fifty around there. I mean, that feels like quite a lot of get back for a team that's shown a. They're more. It's not like the not like a puncher's chance. Like I mean, they're they're in. They're wow, fit. one book I have minus four hundred plus three twenty. Wow, they're fit for the fight, man. I so just you're taking them. No, I just I think Denver <laughs> wins the series. I'm just I'm saying saying it out loud. After having watched what Miami's done, it just it feels a little fright. It feel they don't feel like a plus three twenty dog is what I'm saying. 
they feel way, way more game than that. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, I, I think I like Michael Malone um, a lot. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. I mean, he's a lifer, you know, mm-hmm. son of a coach, grew up in it. Um, I think he's one of those guys that I think he was another guy that people always just kind of eye rolled and dismissed and whatever. Like all year long, like people look for reasons not to think they were the one. Yeah. And then it's, well, you know, Dallas, they got you know Kyrie and how about Dallas? How about looking at them? Like you guys quit. You could have gotten in the playing situation like Miami did. Mm-hmm. You quit in the last game of the season. You must you, you should feel really, really badly about that mm-hmm. in retrospect. But in the West, where hey, Dallas gets Kyrie all. Oh, let's see what happens. They figure that out or they don't. Kyrie, I mean KD and Booker, but they're gonna be when they when they get together, they'll be nasty. Well, they they were. Denver went through them. Lakers figure it out. AD and LeBron and get some role guys and you know, lean into that experience. All right. It's like kind of ran out of ran out of bullets there. And now it's up to Miami to to knock knock them off this number one perch where now all of a sudden there's all this buy-in. I just I just never felt like in the nights where me and Legs would be doing these segments and he was very pro-Denver that really anyone else was singing their praises. And I guess I get it because they hadn't done it before and people kind of eye-rolled Jokic and just they wanted Embiid to win the MVP. I have no argument with him winning it. Um, I just, again, I think people are going to retroactively be like, no, I, I always thought Jokic was good. Did you? <laughs> Did you? No, it's, it's, I think it shows what people watch. I think, you know... That's fair. Whether you like the word narrative or not, it's obviously out there. I heard Van Gundy talking to Rosillo. He hadn't done a Denver game all regular season. That crew didn't do one Nuggets game. I find that crazy. Um, Is that right? Yeah. Uh, So, you know, um, you know, then you see the numbers of the Warriors-Lakers series and how many people are watching that. That's that's pretty eye-opening stuff. But I, I think it's... To an extent, like a couple of years ago, you and I love that Suns Buck series because of the freshness of it and guys on a stage that hadn't been there. And I think you have that here. Uh, you know, you have the ultimate underdog, and then you have everybody's MVP who, you know, hasn't had his guys uh the last couple of years. And, you know, you go back to that bubble. I mean, we're invested in the bubble. I know not, not as many people were watching it then, but you know. Denver comes back with a healthy Murray and gets to the Western Conference Finals. So there's there's so much that this is where I get caught in the predicament too because like I just want to talk about the guys that are playing and the teams that are playing and the good that we have uh, that that's in front of us and you know not worried about the teams that lost and what they're going to do in the future. I think this this has this has what you want. Uh, you know I think Miami has enough days off where they they can regroup. You like them. Oh, I'll have I'll have Miami for sure, no doubt. Okay, I I love the connectivity and the the the, the issue is the is the depth on they don't have what Denver's you know, got. No, they don't. But they, not even they don't have guys to use fouls on Jokic. You know, like Cody Zeller, really. Like that's that's a tough that's a tall order. Oh, um, gee, bro. But it ain't gonna. It's not gonna be as 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 easy. Uh, I think as people, I, I I could see a six game series for sure. Um, OG and, UD, get him up off the bench. Yeah, we'll yeah. Let's see it. Go out, go out in style. 
I, I, I understand what you're saying. I'm also biased because I've had Miami a ton in this playoffs, and they've been very, very good uh, to me, even though the last week I stood in the mirror every day, brushing my teeth, looking at myself and saying, you're the only person in the world that had the Yankees in 04 that blew a 3-0 lead, and I had the heat that were staring it right in the face. And uh, so that that uh, that got a lot of my attention uh, the last week, just staring it right in the face, uh, thinking that that was the ultimate. That's a pretty bad beat. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you, you, I mean, if you were on both, if you were on both ends of oh, oh, three, oh, three leads that, yeah, got away, be t- or three oh leads, I should say. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned Jamal Murray. I'm happy for him. He was great in the bubble. People act like the bubble was fake. I don't know why it wasn't. It was mm. a real thing. He was fantastic. And then he tore his ACL, and you know now he's back and he's unreal. Michael Porter Jr. was like a, the number one recruit coming out of high school. He hurt his back yeah. a, bu- a bunch. Um, I mean, he, he's like an extra dude who's just, oh, yeah, here's just like a 6'10 guy with an absolutely pure jumper. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, he's just a little piece. Gordon, same. He was a huge five-star guy. And, he, you know, was obviously not in, not in a situation where you could really thrive on Orlando. You're in, a, you're in the perfect spot with this high, this pick-and-roll offense with Murray and Jokic, where Jokic is like a seven-foot point guard. And Gordon can just feed off of every little. I mean, it's not crumbs. I mean, it's a whole lot more than crumbs. But you, you could get you can get fat off what you get with Jokic. Mm-hmm. I just think they play beautiful basketball. And yeah, I mean, I, I understand why people want to watch the Lakers and the Warriors. And I, and I, I said this last week when the people talk about oh the ratings and executives are going to be sad. I couldn't care less as it relates to like watch it or don't. But if yeah. you're if you like basketball. It's all, it's all right here. <laughs> you know, here's this two time MVP that really wasn't that good, or actually he was great and should have won three in a row, but people got sick of it. So they gave it to another guy against this Heat team that was in the playing spot who's got a, an absolute superhero in Jimmy Butler and a bunch of, you know, kind of island of misfit toys and this Spo who was mi- marginalized, minimized before, who actually is a great coach and is making all this stuff work. I mean, I don't know. That's, that's kind of what makes sports fun, I think. What also makes this Nuggets team a ton of fun is when your best player is that unselfish. I mean, I just think about growing up and looking at the great point guards that were unselfish, like Magic and and Bird to an extent. Like those, like it's just great basketball. And I think everybody just has more kind. Like they're going to get the ball. They're not going to be out on an island. And I, I get it. The game has changed with 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 guard dominant guys that are that are scoring guards, whatever you want to call them. But when your best player is that unselfish, man, that's got to be a ton of fun. And I think it gets to that connect, you know, connectivity. Um, and I just, it, it's awesome to watch. And I'm, I'm glad they're on this stage and, and they got their time. Yeah, he's just so gifted. Just so, oh. so gifted. It's astounding to me. And every, in every phase of the game, every single phase, give me a blast. If you, if, if, if Sam had a coaching opening on his bitty basketball team, would, do you take Michael Malone or Eric Spolster? Ooh. Apparently the Heat do like daily weigh-ins. <laughs> I think Sam likes Sam is a snacker. So while I know he would benefit from Spo, uh, my my fear is that he would be terrified of the weigh-in process on a daily <laughs> basis. Like uh, when you don't think Malone's weighing in Jokic every day. I don't. I I just look at him. 
I don't know how many pull-ups he could do or push-ups. Who gives a uh, like you can you can I don't care what your body composition is, bro. Game starts at eight, eight o'clock. We'll see you out there. I I mean, Windhorse said about the heat, they're not for everybody. So I'm no. my, my fear would be that Spo would weigh in my guy Sam and maybe he got into the the um the pirate's booty, you know? Maybe. I mean okay. by maybe I mean he definitely did. And I, and I, you know. I know he'd benefit. He'd probably benefit from the weigh-ins too, if we're being honest. <laughs> but we'll just we'll go with Malone. Okay. On the on the guess that there's less weigh-ins and maybe okay. more snacks. All right. Vivid Seats wants you to get to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part: each transaction is a step towards a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code SVP. That's code SVP. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I don't pretend to know. You know how much we love the Stanley Cup class. I don't pretend to know the sport the same way I know basketball because as Steve and I have, have explained through the years, skating, not something we do. Never uh, even tried, never nope. put on a pair. And won't. And won't. Correct. We're old, our ankles will break, and it'd be a bad scene. Um, I mean, in my case, it might be put me down. Just say, well, that's that's the end of him. Um. The Florida Panther story is 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 the best, like as good as the Heat story is. The Heat didn't go through the best NBA team in the history of the NBA. The Panthers did. Mm-hmm. Panthers were in the playoffs to the last week when the when the Penguins spit the bit. Mm-hmm. Then they, well, they got a, they got a GM fired in Toronto because they went up there and beat them in five. Mm-hmm. And then they sweep Carolina, who was second in the, in the NHL in points. Mm-hmm. That's what they've done. And like Brenda Moore, after they lost, and, and to your point about close games, I mean that was a close series. They could have could have been completely the other way. Kachuk's been insane. We had Paul Maurice on. I thought he was awesome. Talked about the room, Steve. <laughs> how do you know? How do you know that the room's good? What do you say? Everybody's got a dozen nicknames. Yeah. Um. And that story is incredible. Absolutely incredible. They weren't in the playoffs. They've gone through an incredible gauntlet to get here. And now they're going to be significant dogs because Vegas is, is just, I mean, I think top to bottom better, I believe. Right. That that's, that's the feeling. And I mm-hmm. love the story for Bruce Cassidy. He's the, he's the Bruins coach. They get beat by the hurricanes last year, gets fired. He's a, he's on the market for like a week. Mm. And he gets, then a guy with a lot of organization. I mean, a lot of uh, sort of understanding of what it is to be, on this stage came within a win of winning a Stanley cup. Mm-hmm. Like the, the golden Knights can hire him. 
So he gets a perfect spot. They get a perfect coach. And now here they are four wins away um, from a Stanley Cup. I think, I mean, it's hardly original six. I mean, you know, Florida and Vegas. I mean, it's it's not storied, you know, black and white video of Montreal and the Blackhawks or something. But uh, I don't whatever. Again, and, it, and this isn't this isn't on our network. It's on TNT. We wish the boys the best over there. I'm sure they'll do a great job with it. But to me, that's a fun series as well. Yeah, I'm worried about Levy. He's going every game. Oh you got God, South man. Florida and you got I, Vegas. Uh, a really, he, he's going to need those IV bags in the room, both places. Uh, I, he's done it. What is it? It's got to be close to 30 years. Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, but been, he's never, I don't think he's ever had this mix. No, in he, LA, New York, but this is South Florida and Vegas. I mean, come on. Yeah. And what Steve's talking about here, he's not talking about like worrying about him going and like hitting the road and boozing it. Um, no, 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 no. Although, although, I mean, he's two great spots for getting out and, and enjoying a nice meal and some camaraderie. Oh, Leaves uh, knows all the dinner spots. Yes, he does. Levy's a sweater. Um, like he sweats when it's cold. So I yeah. mean, we're, we're going to South Florida and Vegas in June. So he's going to be absolutely schwitzing like an animal. Pray for Lee. Hashtag. It's, it's such a fact. He's not. I, I mean, I don't know. I should like say we're not embellishing. We, we don't hang out shirts off, but like, I don't. <laughs> you don't. He's not a hairy guy. No, I don't think he but is. God, does he sweat? I don't think being a I don't think being hairy is is, is a predis like you don't have to be a hairy dude to sweat. Clearly, Levy. No, but I'm saying when you think of sweaty guy, I think of hairy guys. Do you? I don't want yeah. to think about any of that. I just know he sweats a lot and and pray for leaves. Yeah. The thing that's scary about this, where we're at, there's good news, bad news. The good news is we're at the countdown on the calendar here for shows. Yep. You guys know the drill. We get to the end of these playoffs, and then we're... we're you get to the end, okay? Okay. Other people will be punching the clock. Understood. Well, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll be back later. Um, so that... And don't ask when. Eventually. It'll, it'll happen. It's the same deal every year. I mean, you yeah. guys figure it out. It's like, you, I'm away for a while. No one cares. And then it's like, oh, that, there he is. The the bad news is that we're we're going to reach that point where after these you know we run out of games and then you're kind of you reach a you reach a not not a it's not a wasteland particularly with the Orioles looking the way they look. Hey now, a couple got, of trips to the park. Got a, we got a squad to follow here, which is exciting. Um, but it's just it's that weird part of the year where you just there's not as much happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's always it's just it just it's odd. When you're when you're like we're grinders, like we're punch the clock, do the show, follow the games. Like we enjoy that. Mm. And so when you reach the part where you don't have as much happening, it's just it's just an odd part of the calendar. But you know, we'll uh, especially with the O's, and that's exciting. And we we've earned this. They weren't Oakland bad. That's a bad ball club. Mm. They're on pace to win like thirty games, Steve. Yeah, it's not a lot. No. Um, so I think, I feel like as an, as an Oreo fan, I feel like this has been, you know, we've earned the chance to have a team. that's uh, it's decent. Got to get up to the yard. That's a good, that's a good call. Um, but, but it's, you know, starting to wind it down. Yep. Kids excited to be out of school soon. I'm not, I just, it just, (laughs) I just did that. Did that. We did the countdown a day driving my daughter home. And I was like, "What? When's your last day?" And she's like, "A week from tomorrow." And I was like, "And I think I went. What? I think I went. Oh no!" She's like, "What?" I'm like, "No, I mean, I. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that. 
I just lied to her because I, mm. I didn't say I didn't know. I said, oh, no. Yeah. Because this is I, this whole we got to move again yep. this week. OK. I was out to dinner with my wife the other night and we were both were just like, how, how are you doing? Mm. Like, how are you? I'm like, you know, it's our life is a stranger. It's so weird, man. I mean, we talked about it here in the podcast after the masters. I mean, we had a fire in our house and I mean, I don't want to be, it's not, I don't think I'm being dramatic. I'm just being honest. It's just, it's the strangest thing, Steve. Yeah. It's so so freaking weird you don't know anyone that's more a creature of habit than me i don't think maybe you no do. i'm just gonna say this and i will let you go okay you have been leaving work with to-do lists for the next day that's how i know to stop asking questions because the man has a lot to do and a lot on his plate and i just keep thinking you know checking in and I'm like, you guys are truly day to day. Like you don't know anything down the road. You have to take care of what's important. You got the kids, you got schooling and you got activities, the whole thing. And yes, you're trying to go about day to day. Yeah. And that's the part when, when I realized that, that we're, uh, we're going to be out of school and that's where it's like, Oh, this is bad mm. because we're, we're moving into a permanent temporary or temporary permanent, however you want to frame it. And it's a lovely place, but it's not our house. Mm. And like our kids, God bless them. I mean, they've been making do with like a box of magnetiles. <laughs> and um, thankfully my daughter likes to read. So books are easy, but like my two guys are just think, I mean, we, we did we did a triple we did a triple crown of we did baseball basketball football after school uh today that was big okay um so that, that's that's a big that's a big win for the group um but it's just it's when you're not in your place mm. where your stuff's at and where's your stuff scott i don't know it's in storage somewhere there were like four different vendors that were involved that came mm. and took stuff I don't know where it is. I got I got one of them golden tea games at Christmas time, which took a team of like NASA scientists to get it out of the house. And the kids are like, hey, when we move into the new place, can we get the golden tea back? And I said, I, I don't I think I don't know if it works. I mean, because as we covered, man, when they put a fire out, bro, they Mm. put it out i don't know if it got wet or not there was no power in the house i've never turned it back on after that happened so maybe but they might bring it to the house plug it in it doesn't work i don't know mm. but i mean video game distractions aside it's just the most um it's it's such an unsettling feeling to be so cut off from the things that I'm simple. Like I just, I like to tinker around the house and sit in my office surrounded yeah. by all these little knickknacks that the kids had made little father's day gifts that that, that that was all the stuff that was on my desk. And it was just, it was just a happy place to, to be. And that's, that doesn't exist right yeah. now. And 
now not only does that little happy place not exist, but that happy place is about to be overrun by three <laughs> maniacs who don't have school anymore. Mm. And they're going to be looking at me being like, hey, um, hey, what yo, we, wake what up. We, what are we going to do? I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't know. What do you what do you want to do? I don't know. Where's our stuff? I We don't have it. Nope. Well, can we go out in the back in the pool? Well, there isn't one here. Um, mm. We'll go to a pool. We can there go. There you go. We'll, we'll we not have flip flops. We'll travel. We'll be fine. We'll figure. We'll figure stuff out. It's just. It, I can't explain how odd it's been. I left my house in the middle of March to go on vacation and go to the Masters, and I never went back. Never. And. I mean, I did, but just to see, you know, as we've covered, you know, the house in a state of whatever it was. Um, and I mean, I don't know, we got a meeting like tomorrow with a bunch of people regarding what the plan is. And you've seen, I got a list. I, I know you do. There's a lot on the list. The problem is that the list keeps getting added to, whereas you're hopefully you're crossing stuff off and that's waiting, not happening. Right. There's no crossing off no. right now. The list is, is lengthy and we, I am going to be very, asked very pointed questions about when can I begin crossing some things off? Mm. If I need to get a Bob, the builder hat and a hammer, I will go to the house. Get the tool see, belt. I will do it. My damn self. <laughs> Just tell me where am I allowed to start? Just can we begin the process? Give me a sledgehammer now, big fella. I can enlist your help. We'll get some suds. I'm in. No, we don't need that. I, I just, I just need to know what's the plan. We, we need a plan. We need to begin executing the plan, just so we can feel like we're getting some movement towards mm. that, some movement back towards just having. The, the simple thing that mm. makes you feel like your home, which is your home. And it's been really uh feel adrift. Mm. And and it's a it's a really un, it's just unsettling. Um because you realize that you're you, both my spouse and I, like, you know, we're we're both just trying to do the best that we can do to keep the kids are awesome. They're they're not bummed, they're like they're good. But you gotta make sure you got your own mental health sorted out, right? You got to make sure you're giving yourself a, a, enough space to be you good. Everything good. Mm -hmm. I mean, no joke. You got to make sure that you're that you're kind of processing what you're thinking and feeling because it's yeah. like, I, I realized I just feel like I'm living some other some other person's life because mm. I, I, I am where we've been so blessed, as I talked about, to, to have this home. Our neighbors have allowed us to be there, which has been incredible. But like there's stuff's in it. And. So thankfully, we, we move into a new house where there isn't anything because it's long. Whatever. No one cares about this. I don't want to talk about it, but it's just I think it'll be helpful. I think it'll be helpful to be able to say, OK, well, this isn't our house, but we're going to live here for a while. We can, go. un, we're going to unpack some stuff, see if we can get my my guy, my, my boys. There's golden tea. There you go. That's a start because you know what the, you know what you got to think of because we've been blessed with awesome weather. Uh -huh. It's now you got kids home. And then you got the rainy days. Yep. You need the golden tea for rainy days. Yeah. Hey, what are you guys going to do? I don't know. We just played a. We just played a major. We just played a four round major. Hey, let's go. Hey, open championship. Let's go. That another. You want to do another? Let's run it back. Yep. Charlie, tee off at five a.m. Just like real life. <laughs>
we'll, we'll get Sam Torrance on the Beeb. Oh. Uh, that's, that's useful. That's a useful shot there for young Charlie Van Pelt there on one. Uh, that's useful. <laughs> Why is Sam Torrance on a Zoom? Because he's announcing our golden tea majors. It's all we have. We have one box of magnet tiles and a golden tea. <laughs> uh, we're fine. It'll be fine. It's just so strange. It's just so, so strange. Um, anything else that we can report on? Swim practice started tonight for us. Yep. We're locked and loaded. Okay. Uh, I think actually might be in the same age group. We got a we got a new we got a new coach. We're feeling out the process, so uh, we could have some head to head battles in the household, which will be didn't go well last year. Uh, I think I remember. Icy. I think didn't we have yeah. didn't we have youngster might be catching up to the eldest. That's really complicated. Yeah, because kind of- you know, like I never, like I was thinking back, like my brother was a bunch of years, probably five years older than me, and growing up. Can never, ever beat him in basketball, ever. And I think I got to seventh grade. He was, he probably was a sophomore in college, and I finally beat him, and we never played again. That's it. That was it. That'll do it. (laughs) I mean, there wasn't words spoken, I don't think, ever about it again. But God damn, did that feel good. I bet it did. That was, I'll never forget that day. Uh, and it was like balls put away for life, never again. Okay, and, well, but I want you to picture, what if your middle daughter gets your oldest like at 10? That, that's, you're going to, you got to keep swimming. That's going to be tricky. Well, it, it's better this way because the older one's not as intense as, the middle one, but but waiting in the wings is a is a maniac uh, that's chomping at the bit. We got a couple of years for that, but I, I it, it I think it's going to be good because the eldest hasn't put her she doesn't put as much pressure on herself as good 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 yeah good. that's yeah. that's that's the the we we talked about this I think the first year that we went deep in the dad pod space about having like that anxiety about needing to win and mm-hmm. and that's that's all internal i mean there's like i'm i just i'm not that guy i'm not you gotta win yeah what are you like no, no. i just no good luck swim mm-hmm. to the end of the pool just try your best i'll be waiting in the other i'm gonna pick you up if you're first last or the middle mm-hmm. I mean, it was and it's like wow where's it like where does that come from that's that's where parenting is the most fascinating thing in the world mm. is you know you, you think you treat everybody the same, but I'm sure you don't, right? You definitely love them the same, which is as much as you possibly could. Mm-hmm. But, but how they react to you and how they react to their surroundings are, are all entirely different. And it's just, it's such a fascinating struggle. Uh, you just try your, you just try your absolute best. It's, a, it's impossible to remember back then. I was laughing at myself driving to work yesterday. And I think if I was like, did I ask as many questions as my kids did when I was little? There's no chance you did because <laughs> I I wasn't lucky enough to meet your dad. But the descriptions you make, like your dad was was like a, an '80s dad, like he was a he was a dad of a different time. Where I just you were not I, you weren't I, supposed to ask a hundred questions. Let's just put it that way. Am I right? 
Nor were you given the opportunity to get <laughs> ask a hundred questions. That's what I'm saying. You would have gotten like, the, the door was shut. I'm sure, gotten, but I just think about like his thought process of like, all right, this is going to end right now, and it's not going to happen again. Whereas you know we're sitting at home and and, and it's just nonstop. And the, I mean, the three year olds at that point where it just they just never stop. No, nope. where'd mommy go? Uh, she went to the store. Is she going to come back? Yes, I think she 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 said she would. She might take a little longer to have a little time away from you. But uh, yes, she'll be back. And let's be honest. I think we all understand, you know, that that if if wifey, if she's supposed to go from A to B and then back to and if she if she works in an A to B and then maybe a C, D, E, F, G. We, I got it. It happens. I got understand. It. I understand. A million percent. <laughs> How many times do you catch him sitting in the car in the garage, just thinking, <laughs> just thinking, like, I, I just, I know I have to go in there, but when I do, I'm just not prepared for the barrage of, it's, it's, mommy? Question mark. What? <laughs> the best was a couple of weeks ago. It was. <laughs> She went to Target. She's like, I'll be right back. She got home. God only knows B, C, and D were in the middle. Right. And one of the kids says, Mommy, did you go to Target in Connecticut? (laughs) (laughs) I did not. I did not. I've just been sitting in the driveway, sweetheart, just praying for the strength to make it to make it to dinner. Oh boy. Ah, that's the good stuff there. Oh man. That's free. Everybody free of charge here on the, uh, the old podcast network. Uh, Mm. the youngsters again, always the youngsters someday, someday you'll, you'll understand what your buddy, Steve and Scott were talking about. And you'll be like, Uh, Oh, that was it. Huh? Yep. Um, one of my favorite things before we get out of here, I asked you, cause I know you don't watch it. Uh, what did you take away from the, the Twitter verse on the season finale of succession. Um, that it, it, everyone thought it was great television and okay. it's, it's uh, the, apparently the Roy family, like they just, they never changed or evolved. They were always just terrible people. Is that accurate. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I did one of those things where I said, yeah, you know, I haven't seen it. And, um, then I read like it's only it was only like 40 hours. I'm like, 40. That's that's that seems like I could catch up on that. But then I'm like, you know what? I don't I, I don't have a cable service that I really even know how to find anything where I currently <laughs> I don't know how anything works. Well, I'll text you some sign ins. We'll get you. We'll get you hooked up with the apps. Bingo. When we get to the new place and I know how stuff works. Then there we'll you get, go. I probably won't do that. Orioles will be on. There we You'll go. I'll, that I'll watch. Or I'll, I'll just be answering. If you had a dollar for every time the daddy question mark was said, how how many dollars would you have? Like Jeff Bezos. More than I have now, I'll say yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we could buy teams. That's, oh. that's, that's fine. That's fine. Oh. Everyone's just trying their best. Uh, have a good uh, whatever today is. And uh, we'll be back at it again next week here on SVPod.